Hello, good evening, and welcome to episode four of Learning Not to Hate Yourself. It is December 9th, 2016, and once again joining me today in studio, live and in your ears, is Chelsea Martin, executive producer of this podcast. Hello, Chelsea. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm okay. Yeah? Are you feeling the December mood yet? Are you in the zone for the season? I work retail. Uh-huh. So I hate December. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm also short staffed and working overtime. So not not my favorite time of the year. Right. Certainly not the time of year when people are nice either. It's uh, not, not just us. Yeah, it's something you learn pretty quickly uh in retail is you know, if you want to see the ugly face of humanity just work an eight-hour shift in any retail store and you will certainly find those people. Oh, especially in December. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes all the crazies come out for some reason. Yep. Um, but that's not what we're here to do today. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, that's fine. We got to get our introductions in. Um, so, in the, since the last episode, I've been thinking of ways to kind of make this show a little bit smoother. Um, and we still don't really have a format down as of yet. Right. Uh, which is something I want to work on. And uh, so far, our most popular episode has been uh, the one where you asked me all of those questions about myself to try and figure out who I am as a person, Mm -hmm. which um, I don't think we succeeded in totally, but it was a good effort, and we will continue down that track. Uh, I think what I want the show to be is not just about me. I want it to be about people. I want it to be about stories and about life and, and what makes a human being a human being specifically. Right. Um, so the way I've decided that we're going to do that is you and I are going to come up hopefully today or in the next few days uh, with a list of questions that hopefully will give us the answer as to what is a human being. Um, what makes a person a person? What makes their personality their personality? Uh, it's, seems like a simple enough question but when you do the research on it it turns out that no one has really been able to do that before so i think why not us we can do anything we want and what i want to do is figure out a mystery that no one else has been able to solve in a hundred questions or less have you ever taken a myers-briggs test no what's a myers-briggs test oh you should because i mean they pretty much have done that um <laughs> well okay never mind then uh okay bye guys last podcast ever yeah. goodbye everyone thank you no i'm just kidding you just hear like the gunshot in the background <laughs> right no um yeah myers-briggs is a personality test and it's pretty good yeah um there's a million different options of things that you can be i don't know i had to do it in therapy once so it was interesting oh, no one's ever done that for me in therapy i wish they had because then i would it's have been able online. to just is it okay yeah. well maybe we'll in- incorporate those kinds of questions in there uh, i've asked you to kind of help me come up with some and we have uh including the questions that you provided me when on that first episode mm-hmm. we have about 30 or 40 uh, questions. I didn't actually bother to count them. I just, I was just trying to think of literally anything I, I could think that would be interesting um, to ask someone. Right. And hopefully that ends up being interesting. Uh, I, I think I really appreciate Trav coming out and, and doing that last week uh, or two weeks ago. Yay. And Trav, I think it ended up, job. I think it ended up pretty well, but it could it have did. been, it could have been better if I had been more prepared and if Trav had been more prepared, if I hadn't just started throwing random questions at him. Uh, I think he could have come up with some better answers, which it was unfair of me to do that to him. I think it was interesting when you did that to me, but 
other people, you know, they're not used to sitting and speaking in front of microphones and having random questions about their lives thrown at them without any context or anything like that. Um, so I think to make it more interesting, I will actually provide certain questions to uh, the guests. Maybe not all the questions, mm. but maybe some of the bigger ones I will I will let them kind of get a handle on. Some of the smaller stuff uh, I, I might just throw at them in, in the median. Uh, I, I don't expect to like go over every single question. Uh, like I said, I want to have a list of about 100 questions by the time we're done. To choose from. Maybe that's an unrealistic number. Maybe we'll end up with 50 or 60 or something like that. Or, or maybe we'll condense it down to a solid 25 questions that we can find out who is a human being, what makes us who we are in as short a number of questions as possible. Sure. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, so do you want to get into that now? Um, like, did you want to get into other questions or did you want to? Well, I was thinking I could just, I was list? thinking I could just start reading off the list and seeing what we like and what we don't like. Sure. Um, and, and go from there and then maybe, We'll get. I have other stuff prepared too. We've got some news bits that I can get into, but I think let's get into the meat of this thing up front, so that people don't have to wait for it, because nobody likes waiting for meat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies. <laughs> ladies. ladies. Yeah, Dimitri Martin has that great <laughs> that great line where it's if you ever want to sound like a creep, just add the word "ladies" to the end of every it's sentence. Pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> Um, so out of the questions that you asked me, I, I put an asterisk beside some of them that I think would work well with the list that we're trying to go through. Okay. I'm not sure all of them make sense for what we're going right. for. It's not so much about finding out who I am specifically. It's a more general kind of thing. So, um, what are you most afraid of mm-hmm. is one of them. And I think that's an interesting question. Yep. Um, that would take a look into a person's psyche, you know, uh, everyone's going to have different fears. So I think that's a good general question to ask somebody and get an idea at least. Totally. Uh, what was your most embarrassing moment? That's one I had a lot of trouble with. Um, I think that's a really interesting one. It is a really interesting question. It's just that I don't think a lot of people would answer it. I just had a brain fart and couldn't come up with anything at the time. Uh, I, I felt bad about that, but whatever. Uh, what is the best compliment you've ever received? I think also an interesting question. Um, also interesting to think of what other people will remember. Yeah, like it's not, you asked me that and I, I'd never really spent a lot of time thinking about that kind of thing of like, mm. oh, what, what am I most proud of? Or I think people really liked something that I did. It's never really crossed my mind before. And yeah, I, I think it is an interesting question because it's probably not something you ask yourself a lot. Yeah. Which. Something you have to think about. Exactly. We should, that's the kind of thing we should be aiming for. Um. If you had to live without one of these five senses, which would it be? I included that in there because after I answered that, I started talking to people about it who had listened to the podcast, and mm-hmm. they were all like, why would you choose that sense, John? Chris said the same thing, Why yeah. wouldn't you choose taste? That's the most obvious answer. <laughs> and I started thinking about it, and it's like, they're totally right. Why did I immediately go to, I, I would be blind. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? That I would just be like, no, that's what I want. <laughs> a, a world of darkness, please. Yes, please. That's all I need. If you could live inside a TV show or a movie, what one would it be? I just like that question. I think it's interesting. I think um, it's cool. It's yeah. pop culture and and I'm all about that jazz. Um, in what ways do you hold yourself back? Again, getting to the root of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's try and find Those it out. Those hard hidden questions. That's a, that, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to intermix like some softball, or not softball, but like more lighthearted questions in with some more real kind of in-your-face personality let's really look at the core of you let's put a mirror up and have you stare at it for a few hours and see what you come out with kind of questions 
Uh, hey, tell me about your parents. Yeah. That should be on there. Yeah. That's okay. I'm going to add, I'll add that in. Well, I mean, actually, one of the questions that I did have was if you could change anything about how you were raised, would you? So, I mean, that's kind of similar. In line, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, people's parents have a lot to do with who they are as individuals. Unfortunately, so, it yeah, totally yeah. does. Uh, if you could have the answer to any question, what would that question be? That one I really enjoyed answering because, again, made me think about stuff. And, like, I love big, huge, like, world-encompassing universal questions like that of pie in the sky, you know, is God dead kind of stuff. Um, that's That really always gets my juices flowing. <laughs> All right. My meat juices, Aww. ladies. <laughs> uh, Yikes. When, when was the last time you lied and why, ladies? <laughs> See, if we could just do an entire podcast that every question I ask it ends with ladies <laughs> without inflection. Do you trust anyone, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, when was the last time you lied and why? Another one I had trouble answering just because... Uh, I do a lot of stuff and I forget about them easily <laughs> and, and actually getting them to recover in my brain is a struggle that I have to fight with. So th- those are the ones I highlighted out of the 22 that you had for okay. me uh, on episode two, I think it was, of the podcast. Yep. Uh, then I have some stuff specifically for Trav uh, and this could be stuff that I put in there for people who I'm interviewing who I've known for a long time. Like when did me, when did we meet? How do we become friends? Yeah. Uh, why are we friends? Uh, things we have in common, things we don't have in common, that kind of stuff, which is pretty generic and softball, but that mm-hmm. would probably be a good way to start because that would give us a kind of idea of, of my relationship to the person I'm interviewing. Um, someday I'd like to interview people who I don't like speak to on a daily basis. That would be cool. If I could get someone outside of my kind of circle of, of human beings that I interact with on a daily basis or on a monthly basis, just I'm hoping that these questions that we come up with are going to be interesting enough to bring other interesting people into the mix. Right. Um, One thing that I had kind of um, thought of when you had said that you made different questions for Travis mm -hmm. was that what if you split them up into like, okay, these three are are about growing up. These three are about, you know, how we met these three are about this so that you can kind of pick and choose questions to tailor to whoever you're interviewing and then ask them in like quick succession of those kind of three segments or i don't know uh, uh, something to think about yeah just spitting it out there um so now we're getting into the questions that i've been trying to come up with uh for the last couple of days since i decided that this is what we were going to be doing mm-hmm. um so these are personality test questions. Some of them I found online. Some of them I've taken from other podcasts where they do something similar. Not, I haven't ever listened to a podcast where someone is doing this kind of thing, uh, really looking at a person and asking them these kinds of questions. I've, I've seen interviews and stuff, but those are more about, you know, what was the latest album you dropped? What was the movie you were in kind of idea? Right. Uh, what's the game you're working on? It, it, was, it wasn't very much personal, personal. Uh, i'm taking a lot of cues from uh pete holmes has a podcast called you made it weird and he asks a lot of questions about like he always ends with questions about sex and religion and, and all that crap and and he, it's really interesting uh it's mostly comedians though um this is just going to be your everyday peoples because uh, i hang out with everyday peoples no <laughs> well current company excluded but you know yeah okay you're not an everyday person's I'm, I'm one person. An above everyday persons. Uh-huh. 
Uh, <laughs> first question is, do you believe in ghosts? And do you believe in aliens? And then the third question is, have you seen a ghost or alien? <laughs> <laughs> I really liked talking to Trav about his belief on aliens. Yeah. Um, partly because it's something he and I have never really talked about seriously. I've always just kind of thought he was joking about it. Um, turns out that he kind of believes it, which is fascinating to me in a lot of ways. I like to hear the reasoning. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what I want is is I want like how did how did you get to, to A to B to C yeah. of ghosts are real? Um, and where are your limitations on that? Like, is it religious ghosts? Like, do you believe in souls? Do people have afterlives? Is it, yeah. is it the Holy Ghost? Is, is it the Holy Ghost? Yeah. Is it Spirits? some weird science thing that Demons? we haven't figured out yet? Yeah. That that curtails into a whole series of questions, I think, that could be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next one is, do you believe in God? Religion is a big part of people's lives. Obviously, um, it would be a not a terrible question to ask, I don't think. Uh, I, I don't think most people would be offended by it or are no. totally willing to talk about it. So I think it could be a good way to get a reading on someone. Sure. The next question, for some reason, is do you think you are capable of murder? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It depends on the situation. Yeah. So, I, I mean, like, yeah, yeah I, I keep I, that in there. That's yeah. a good question. I, I Like, when I look at myself, I'm like, yeah, I could totally kill a person. <laughs> How? How would you do it? I don't know. Icicle? I, I always had this thought that, like, <laughs> if I was a little more motivated, I think I would be a really good serial killer. Probably. I just don't have the motivation to keep up with that. Well, I just, I finished the killing season yesterday. It was oh, two days I watched that, that whole thing. Why do you do that to yourself? I don't know. For anyone who doesn't know, Chelsea uh, has some anxiety issues, I would say. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then she puts herself in these situations where she heightens that anxiety a lot. And so she texts me at, like, I don't know, it was like eight or nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'm alone in my apartment and I just watched this thing about serial killers and I'm pretty sure everyone in my building is a serial killer now. And I tried to talk her down from that ledge, uh, which I don't know if I succeeded at, but we, um, if you were in Winnipeg recently, you noticed that we had a pretty big blizzard come through. um, Which ended in a power outage while I was still watching this television show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, so that would have been fun. Um, But my, my reasoning was that the, weather was so crappy that serial killers would probably also stay home hmm. uh, <laughs> but it would be like the perfect opportunity it also it also would, would be, be that because also the emergency services wouldn't be able to get to you in time and all that mm-hmm. good stuff yeah but I, I didn't tell you that because I didn't want you to think about it I already was yeah yeah I figured <laughs> but, but thank you. yeah I just thought I would try and soften <laughs> the blow as much as I could everyone was already inside the building anyway mm-hmm and I'm not going to complain too much about the weather because it's December 9th, it's like I bad. said. So uh, usually in Winnipeg, we get snow by Halloween. Um, so this is really late in the season, which I'm chalking up to global warming and climate change. Yeah. Which I also think means we're going to have a much later winter. Yeah. Well, everyone kept saying in November. Well, everyone. I say everyone because I work retail and mm-hmm. everyone talks about the weather um, for small talk. And uh, everyone, everyone was saying like, oh, you know, November is so great and it's so nice out and, you know, we're going to have a great winter. And I'm like, no, no we're just going to get it harder it's gonna, later it's, yeah. and it's going to go into March and April and like it's going to suck. It's going to hit us hard in the How back end. How long have you been, <laughs> gross, yeah. how long have you been living in Winnipeg yeah. like, that you think we're just going to have like a mild, mild short winter? winter? No. <laughs> if that happens, it means the rest of the world is on fire. Yeah. Like things are not going well if we're having a, like, oh, it's, just, it's yeah. like 
I don't know, only minus four outside today. Winnipeg, the place <laughs> that's just as cold as, what was it, like the surface of Mars or something? Uh, oh, at least once, yes. Um, Trav mentioned that too, where, where at one point the surface of Mars and the temperature in Winnipeg, Manitoba was the same for at least a couple of hours. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why there's there's some meteorological phenomenon that happened in this fucking city or this specific point in the world where we get really cold real quick. Keeping on questions, uh, what's the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Yeah. This is a, this is a question I get from It's an easy one. Yeah, Allie and Georgia do uh, Al, uh, Georgia Hardstark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do uh, uh, a sleepover. The sleepover. Yeah, the, I forget what it's called. It might just be called a sleepover. No, it's like slumber party. It's called slumber party. I think it's Allie and Georgia slumber, slumber party. party yeah. or something like that. Uh, and they ask their their guests like slumber party style questions <laughs> of like, what was the first boy you kissed? Kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're really funny. Uh, Who was the first boy you kissed? Um, I don't know. I don't remember his name. That's disappointing. Yeah. I anyway, mean, so. it would have been when I was like really, really young, right. and no one like cared about that kind of thing, and 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 to the point where I didn't understand that kissing was like a th- when a th- you're a kid, yeah, yeah, when a kissing was like a thing that you weren't supposed to do to everybody, right? Yeah, I I remember being a kid and like asking all of my sister's friends if they would marry me someday, no, because I didn't have the concept of what marriage <laughs> was. I just thought I heard someone on television say right. it, and I started repeating it. People say it and other people like it. Yeah, so. yeah. And yeah, everyone laughed at it. So I was like, oh, this is a funny joke I came up with. What a smart kid I am. Someone should give me a Pulitzer or something. Nice. <laughs> um, what else you got? So one you came up with was just how much wood could a woodchuck chuck of a woodchuck could chuck wood? Uh, which I think is a joke question, but I put it in here anyway because... It was a joke question. I put it in here anyway. I wouldn't use that oh, in no? the future. Well, I mean, like, what are, what uh, what hard-hitting answer are you expecting from know, that? Maybe, maybe some deep fucking thing will come out of that. And well, at what velocity is... <laughs> yeah. <let's laughs> like, get, what, let's, let's, what are you expecting? What is a woodchuck, really? <laughs> I'm Carl Sagan. Billions and billions of years ago. The woodchucks came down. <laughs> <laughs> I love Carl Sagan. Uh, this is another one of mine. If you find a wallet, I, this might have been one of yours. I think I, it was mine. This, I think it was yours, yeah. yeah. If you find a wallet with $100 in it, what would you do with it? And then the follow-up is if I gave you $100 right now, what would you do with it? I think that one was mine. I don't remember. but I like the wallet question. I feel like the amount of money is important too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, because at a certain point, it's like... Hundred dollars is not a life changing amount of money, right? Yeah, but it's also not an insignificant amount of money. Yeah, you can do a lot of stuff with a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars um, is still a lot of money to me. I mean, it is to me too. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of the amount right. of money that yeah. exists and the amount of things that cost more than a hundred dollars, uh, it's it's not that much. I mean, I'm saying that from the position of being a white privileged male who has never wanted for anything in his life. But you know, um, we'll I don't think that's necessarily we'll true. But all right. <laughs> Well, never wanted for anything that I needed, like right. food and shelter and clothing. Okay. And I, I like the $100 right now, what will you do with it kind of question, mm-hmm. um, because I think everybody in their head has like a, man, if I just had some extra cash right now. What, I'd pay bills. Well, yeah, what is the thing? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm going to make a, a, an addendum to that one where it can't be like I'd pay bills or I'd put it in a savings account. Oh, okay. It's like, no, you have to spend it on something that you want. Okay. Um, that's... Because otherwise it's a boring question because everyone's like, yeah. yeah, I'll pay my phone bill. Well, yeah, so but I mean, I'll like, that's gas. also important. It is, but that's not Priorities, what I want. Priorities, well, Yeah, but I don't want, like, practical answers <laughs> to these kinds of questions. Well, to some of them I do. To that question in particular, I don't want a practical answer to it. I want, I'm going to buy... If you had $100 to spend on 
bullshit. What kind of what kind yourself, of bullshit really, would right. you buy? Yeah. yeah. What's your dream job? Again, a good barometer of who a person is, where their head's at, mm-hmm. what kind of career they envision themselves in. It's a weird one. Do you have a celebrity crush? I don't mm. know. Meh. That that one I might take out. I don't. It could be like an easy. Um, like intro or outro question it could be yeah or like to throw it in the middle of Soft, like a, uh, a uh, difficult question yeah yeah it could be one of the softball i might yeah. i might divide these into a couple of different lists of like hardball questions and softball questions yeah sections yeah yeah we'll micromanage the shit out of this yeah i'll uh, make a spreadsheet and, and when i mean celebrity i don't necessarily mean like movie star it could be famous any, any famous person or anyone in the public eye um former prime ministers uh mm. queen of england your voice went up high with that. Uh, I don't know. Is there, is there something you're trying to say? I just hit puberty. Oh, right. Uh, Sorry. Which, yeah. I forgot I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> hey, it's, um, you guys are going to have to deal with my shitty attitude, so <laughs> it's no problem on me. We'll see. Uh, where do you fall on the sexual spectrum? Yeah. Straight up. What kind of answer are you expecting from that? I don't though? know. I, I'd like to see how many people think about the sexual spectrum. <laughs> Uh, or, or how much people that I, I, I want to know people in my core group of peers, Mm -hmm. what they feel about human sexuality. And like, we live in this enlightened fucking age of, of this sexual spectrum of no one is binary anymore. It's, it's where do you fall in the Kinsey scale? And even the Kinsey scale was made in like 1953 or something like that. Like it doesn't apply to modern society and standards and what we think about human sexuality anymore, but it's an easy fucking line graph that you can point to and say, okay, are you left or right of this center point? I would like to see where my friends, because it's something I think about a lot, but it's not something we talk about a lot necessarily. Cause right, yeah. we, we talk about dumb shit. We don't talk about real heavy stuff very often. Yeah. Um, and human sexuality is pretty heavy when you kind of look at it. Uh, I would like to know where they think they are or if they've if they've even thought about it because i know i think about it all the time i remember being a confused little 13 year old with hormones raging and having no idea where i was like i totally could have been into dudes i don't know i had to try and find out (laughs) um turns out i'm pretty straight uh i like uh, i like boobs and butts lady butts there are some (laughs) i was gonna say there's lots of butts there are nice guy butts everybody has a butt michael fassbender has a nice butt does he i would if I had to like pick a dude, Michael Fossbender. I mean, he just got this. His jawline is really well cut, hmm. and and his interesting hair, that that's the kind of guy that you'd be into. Yeah, I don't know. I, if like, if I like, I don't know. I imagine like, you know, I'm in a bar. He comes in. <laughs> you'd want it to be like a really like strong masculine well, dude. Yeah, you wouldn't want it to be like someone who's like your friend, like like Chris Pratt or something. Yeah, you'd want it to exactly. Be a, yeah, no, a it, distinguished very, gentleman. Very, yeah, he's wearing like a suit jacket, wearing a speakeasy, and right? Yeah. Buys me a glass of wine. I've already had a lot of wine, so it's like I'm like, so I you're can't, a little flushed. I can't, I can't not accept it's Michael Fassbender, and I'm like, oh my god. Right, uh, and then yeah. we go back to his apartment, and I've drinking way too much wine. I shouldn't be here, but mm-hmm. one thing leads to another, and yeah. I would. Good to know that's how I that would plays let out. Michael Fassbender put himself inside me. All right. Just throwing that out there, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know where to find me. If you're in the area, <laughs> <laughs> look me up. Um, name some of your idols. So again, this is going to like the celebrity thing, but it doesn't have to be celebrity. It could be no. anybody. Um, people you look up to. Scientists. Scientists. D- weather persons. Uh, I don't know. A car salesman you like. <laughs> It could literally be anything. I, I, I just I want to see 
where people's heads are at when I'm asking them these questions okay. and who are the, the figures in your life, be they personal or third party kind of idea um, that you look up to and think these are the people who hold ideals or have done and said things that I really appreciate and would go out of my way to meet maybe or or just try and live my life close to their blueprint i don't know that's cool uh, yeah no, uh, i i mean like i definitely have some that aren't you know that stray from the, the beaten path yeah uh, again so it could be interesting yeah at least sure. I'm, I'm hoping that at the very least this is an interesting experiment if not a successful one um but you won't know until you try uh what would you do for a klondike bar Meh. i don't know I, I was i was i'd walk to the store and pay uh, yeah, that's exactly what i said i was yeah. like well, how much does a klondike bar cost right. that is what i would do for yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> even then even then i i would i would stand there hemming and hawing yeah. uh, but i mean like i could get like a box of popsicles yeah <laughs> right like, klondike bars are expensive and i mean right? bang for your buck i don't know klondike bars are like four or five bucks Fuck that. Uh, Get some SpongeBob popsicles. Those things are good. I've never had one of those. They're good. I, they don't look appetizing to me. Like the 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 ones that have like characters on them. I've never been no no interested not the, in getting. It's it's just like SpongeBob on the box. Oh, it doesn't. It's look, just like look a like regular SpongeBob. <laughs> it's just like a regular popsicle. Oh, well, but like better flavors. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the best day of your life and what's the worst day of your life? Again, heavy questions. I don't know what I'm expecting out of answers for those. I'm not sure. I'm also not expecting answers for any of these. If a, if a guest wants to say pass, move on to the next thing. Then they're just a pansy and we'll move on. Right. But I mean, like, I come mean, on. I mean, yes, <laughs> all of them are going to know that this is going to happen before they sit down. I'm not going to just randomly do this. I'm going to provide them with a list of questions. Except with Travis. Well, that was <laughs> that was poor planning and missight on my my part i i should have been more prepared than i was but it's been a busy you'll get, you'll get a redo it's been a busy couple of weeks you guys work is really hard and and working on the podcast in my spare time has not been something that i've had a lot of time to do so that's why this episode is a, a workshop episode where we're going to try, <laughs> try and talk about the podcast as much as we can and figure out what the fuck it is we're doing because we're we're four episodes in we got to figure out what what this is eventually all things with time yeah well maybe it's just going to be how to make interesting fucking content for a podcast yeah maybe this will be a podcast about podcasting those are those are things (laughs) the inception of podcasts yeah what would you do if you knew that you couldn't fail and then follow up as if money was no object how would you live your life differently that one's interesting yeah i think those two i think i got them online somewhere well i I know i got what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail offline online right um but the money thing i think i came up with I think fear of failure is a big part of my life. Me too. And if I didn't have that, I don't know what would be different. Um, maybe nothing. Maybe everything. It's hard to say. But I would like to hear other people's opinions on that. And then the last couple of questions are just... These are actually what I would start the thing with is um, like, you know, when you meet someone in an online chat room, you're like, hey, ASL. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. This yeah. Is a, it's like, how old are you? What's your gender? Um you know, name, all that crap. Just get those questions out out of the front and and be like, okay, this is the person that we're talking to. Um, Maybe why they're here and we'll do a little intro thingy and and that kind of stuff. And then um, how long was your longest relationship? Why did it end? And last question that I came up with is what worries you most about the future? I had, um, I think those are all good. Okay. I like those ones. Um, 
I had, what are you most grateful for? Mm-hmm. I had, um, like I mentioned before, if you could change anything about how you were raised, would you? Yeah. Uh, the answer for me is yep. No. Um, do you trust anyone with your life? Mm-hmm. Another good one. Um, one of the opening ones that's kind of basic, how would you describe yourself? Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's that's been the whole impetus of this podcast, right? Is everyone I've had on, I've asked them, who are you? Uh, and no one has been able to give an answer yet, which <laughs> is telling, I think. Um, so the, this is the whole reason we're doing this is, is me trying to get a little deeper than just me bluntly asking, who are you? Um, and you listing like yeah, your name, your age and where you work. Exactly. Because yeah. no, no one's going to, I don't think anyone's going to be able to do better than that faced with that question because it's a, a, a blunt question asking for a very short answer to a very complicated thing. So this questionnaire is expounding on that core concept and making it maybe a little bit easier to figure out who we are. And I think when I'm actually doing the interviews, I'm going to be keeping a little checklist of like boxes and things that I can check off and then maybe writing down stuff like, are so they you're answer- just going to have boxes to check off. Yeah. They answered this yeah, and yeah. this and that. Well, I, that's the whole <laughs> point, right? Is I want to get a human personality down to a calculable list right. of ones and zeros that we could throw into a computer and recreate if we wanted to. Okay. That's what we're aiming for here is let's get at the simplest answer to the most complicated so you're gonna be questions. going to be like an FBI profiler? Yeah, exactly. Well, they need those. There's only like eight. So. Yeah. That, like for real. I think that whole thing is bullshit. No, I don't think so. I, I can't imagine that there's actually a way to do that. Human personalities and everything is so complicated. Yeah, there's patterns and you see the patterns, right? I, I guess. Anyway, next on my list, what does happiness mean to you? How would you describe it? Again, good. Um, what are some rumors you've heard about yourself? That's an interesting one because I don't think I've ever really heard rumors about myself from anyone. Maybe that's because you're a dude. Maybe it's a girl thing. Maybe. It's also because I have such a small, like social group probably Mm. not many people probably spend a lot of time talking about me (laughs) outside of the people that would just tell me when you're not there yeah exactly yeah Yeah. um and then i had what would people like to know about you or what would you like people to know about you yeah what would people like to know about you they can fuck off um (laughs) you get to decide that um what is the hardest lesson you've ever learned in your life another good hardball question um i would like that to not be school related because i think that's dumb like like actual lesson yeah yeah like a life lesson oh yeah yeah no that's totally what i thought you meant okay cool um yeah i don't i don't want the like well this was a really hard math test once yeah fuck you fractions shut um, up <laughs> don't tell me what to do do you trust your instincts no i don't know <laughs> i don't know man Maybe i don't know what are instincts that's a good question <laughs> Um, do you think anything happens to us after we die? Kind of ties into the God religion yeah. topic. I think there'll be a whole section of those kinds of questions of like the metaphysical stuff. Yeah. I also had, um, do you fear death? Uh-huh. A couple ones I added in last minute that you haven't seen. Okay. Um, do you believe in soulmates? Yeah, that's good. That'll, that'll tie into the relationships, like the, what's your longest relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, and why did it end thing? Uh, this one, a little cheesy. I wasn't going to write it down at first. No. Um, There's no wrong answers here, Chels. That's a lie. I asked about <laughs> Klondike bars. Clearly the bar is very low. <laughs> uh, the Do you believe in love at first sight? There you go. Uh, or karma. Do you believe in karma? And this one, which is actually really embarrassing uh, for me, how long did you believe in Santa? Oh. I feel like that really, like... 
really Man. says something about how gullible you are. Oh, hey, kids, if you're listening, Santa's real. Don't let anybody tell you differently. Magic exists. Um, turn off this podcast. Yeah, now turn off the podcast and give the, the headphones to your parents. Hey, parents, uh, don't ever tell your kids Santa's real because that's a fucked up thing to do to them. You're mean it, and evil and everyone will make fun of your kid when they're in grade five and they still believe in Santa and you show them shit on the internet. Fucking destroyed. Fuck you guys. Fucking destroyed me. Like, it really did. I, I Like, it was a thing that my family got together and did where like, one year they were just like, John's old enough now that he shouldn't believe in Santa Claus. And I was at a point where I didn't really believe it. Mm-hmm. But there was still that. You could tell, like, oh, mom's writing looks the same. <laughs> yeah, like, things started to click in my head like where I was writing. like, oh, it's becoming less and less likely that a fat man came here and gave me these presents. <laughs> we don't even have a chimney. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm pretty sure nobody lives at the North Pole. It's really fucking cold there. It right. wouldn't make any sense. Elves aren't real. I've already been told magic doesn't exist. Dragons aren't real. Like, all of my childhood disillusions have already been disillusioned. So there, there's, there's no real way that that could happen. But also, everyone in my family kept making it seem like it was happening. So there was some part of me, I think that was still holding on to it. And then they just said, you know, Santa's not real, right, John? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) For me, it was like everyone, I would not talk about, I like, I would try not to talk about it because everyone was always like, Santa's not real. And I'm, you know, I still believed in Santa. So I just didn't say anything. Even in the face of other people telling you. Yeah. Good for you. I know. (laughs) And then, um, I, you know, I'd go home and I'd ask, I'd ask my mom or my dad and, and they'd be like, of course Santa's real. They're just, you know, like, like shun the non-believer type deal. Right. And then they found this website where you can like track Santa all Christmas Eve, and yeah, you can see totally. over what part of the world he is. Fucking NORAD does that. Yeah, the that's what it was. The government is involved in this scam <laughs> on children. And it was horrible. And when when I finally like, I don't even remember what the what the tipping point was. Like yeah. it was just so traumatic, I blocked it out. I guess that you know. Just, One day you just decided. Yeah, I didn't believe in Santa anymore. It's very uh, sad. Yeah, it is. It, it's one of those things that like... It or seemed, like the Easter Bunny. I don't think I ever really believed the Easter Bunny was real. I don't think I did either. Well, I mean, like, I'm sure I did to a point, but like once I became like, like an actual su- human yeah, like being super, where I could think my own thoughts. Super young. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I, I stopped believing in Santa like you pretty late. But at that point, like, uh, yeah. Being gullible. High five. Huzzah. Uh, but at that point, I was like, no, I know the Easter Bunny's not real. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Giant <laughs> fucking stupid. What are you Bring talking me about? Bring candy. Fuck that guy. That can't be real. Don't drink candy from But strangers. I still kind of believed in Santa. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense. There's a disconnect there where it's like, no. Come on, John. You're better than this. You know that that's not real. But, but part of you really wants to believe that that's true yeah you don't want the presence to stop right it's the last bastion of like magic existing it's <laughs> it's it's the last childhood hope you have and then it's crushed and you're like oh this is reality huh everything's shit all right <laughs> i guess i'll go get a job now yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah that's depressing that's that a is really that is a good question though because right? I, th- I think it'll be interesting to see what or when people came to those conclusions if if you came to that conclusion yourself and then you were like this isn't real right everybody and they were all like yeah it's not a thing or if you were like me and refused to not kind of hold on to that until your parents just, just sat you down and said look come on john <laughs> <laughs> come on stop being a, a dope you idiot that's there's like, oh 
uh, there's this show called Life in Pieces, and they uh, there's it's in like the first episode. They they tell their their younger daughter. She's younger than ten. Uh, I don't know, maybe like seven or eight. And and uh, and someone tells her that Santa's not real, and she's a smart kid, right? Mm-hmm. She's just like. What do you mean Santa's not real? You guys have been lying to me for all of those for all these years. What else isn't real? And and then she looks at her mom. Is God real? Yeah. And her mom's like, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's I stopped believing in God before I stopped believing in Santa Claus. I think the two kind of went hand in hand for me. Oh, I don't know. Religion was a weird thing in our family. I I I know that when my sister was young, they went to church pretty regularly. But after they had me, we stopped doing that. And then when they I was... Just, they didn't want to bring the spawn of Satan into into your church, I, I guess. I guess so, yeah. I would just light on fire yeah. if I walked in the doors. Cause yeah, the I'm, holy water would just like I'm sizzle. the Antichrist. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> we spilled the beans. Yeah, sorry, guys. This podcast is actually me brainwashing you. Ooh. <laughs> but, but yeah, then there was a point when I was like maybe nine or ten years old where my mom was like, hey, we should start going to church again. And it was something I hadn't been doing my entire life. And I was like, wait, what, really? <laughs> On like a Sunday? I, like, I, I watch cartoons I've got day. like bikes to ride and stuff, yeah, man. Yeah. I can't have, I have time plans. for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy. Like a schedule to keep up with mom. Like, yeah, I'm playing with my toys from 9 to 12. Like, come on. <laughs> you know this. Yeah. It's on the fucking calendar. Like, it has been my whole life. Come on. <laughs> Get with the program. Uh, yeah, and then and we did that for maybe about a month and then stopped again. I couldn't even tell you what like sect of Christianity my family followed. Hmm. I know my my dad's side was really well. They're Ukrainian, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so they were. I wouldn't say Orthodox, but they were they were pretty far deep into it. Um, and so he totally, as far as I know, totally believes in everything. But um, my mom, I really never figured out where we stood on that. Uh, I, I think she believed, but but not to like a crazy devoted point or anything right. like that. I I don't know. We never really talked about it because it didn't seem important. Christine and I both figured out pretty early that God wasn't probably real. Um, and that if he was, there's no way to prove it. So what's the point? Your scientific minds. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, it just it didn't make any sense and continues to not make sense. So we just left it at that. Uh, and no one ever really, in our family anyway, pushed back against it. So... Yeah. Sounds nice. Yeah. We, we got pretty lucky. Our parents were never really heavy on pushing their beliefs on top of us. Um, I always had a really hard time with it. Like I, um, I struggled with not believing in it. Like I wanted to. I totally want I to. And I couldn't. And yeah. that's what bothered me, I think, because like especially um, being young and having people pass away and then going to the funerals and yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, it really messes with your head, I think. And I, after... Every time after someone had passed away, and especially, you know, as I uh, grew up and became, uh, you know, someone who actually had opinions. About and, things, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would go to church just because, like, I haven't been to church since I was, you know, eight years old or Felt whatever. Some compulsion yeah. to do it. And I don't remember anything. Yeah. So I'd go, and then I was like, yeah. Why am I here? Yeah, this was exactly what I thought it would yeah. be. But, it, like, I try to keep an open mind because, I mean, like... I would love to be able to have that um, that kind of blind faith in things, and to just absolutely, and to just be able to 
say, you know, God will handle it. Yeah. No, I, I, when I was young, I wanted it. To and I'm sure it's not that black and white. I feel kind of no. bad now saying it like that. But no, but I, but I mean, it, it is and it isn't, right? Like, it, it it can't be that black and white because it's a very complicated thing. Um, every human civilization on the face of the planet since the beginning of time has believed in some kind of deity or other. Um, and we all came to those conclusions separately of each other, right? Right. Like, that's not an insignificant part of of humanity. Whether or not it's literal is... A total other question um whether or not it has value i think religion totally has value um definitely just you know not enough to kill another person over yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of good in it and then there's a lot of bad yeah. and uh you kind of gotta go no but I, I was totally like you I, I wanted to believe too i wanted it to be real because if it was then like that meant that meant Santa Claus could be real that right? meant magic yeah. could be real dragons and totally uh, like i could be a wizard if if Jesus Christ walked on water, why can't I? Like, the, the mythology of religion is always totally fascinating to me, and I love reading about it, and I love watching movies about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, like, actually sitting down and looking at scripture and saying, yes, this old man found two of every animal that existed. Yeah, to take it very literally rather than... That, that is where the, the, the tipping point is for me, is where you look at those stories... Uh, and say parting the Red Sea, and, and you say like, yeah, this is totally what happened. This is a historical account of these these things, um, and these people totally existed. That's it. Just can't possibly be true. Um, I don't think anyone with a logical mind. And, well, I won't say that. There are plenty of totally rational people who totally believe in religion, um, but I think there, even deep down inside them, there has to be a point where they're like, well, I mean, a lot of species have come and gone since those times, and it's like there's no way he could have. Did he find every like? biological creature that existed on the planet like every molecule was this like with pangea like how (laughs) you know what i mean like i'm thinking like well everywhere has different you know different animals and different insects and all those kinds of things right yeah did he go to other continents first did he take did he did he take bugs with him was it just like mosquitoes how do you catch two mosquitoes that are male and female and get them on a boat like come on and why would you do that why would you do that why wouldn't you choose to get rid of mosquitoes they don't provide anything to anyone they actively take things away from people. <laughs> was if it wasn't that, that it would be something worse. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, so yeah, that, that's where my my logical brain was like, ah, I I can't really sus- subscribe to this anymore. Um, and then also, no one was forcing me to do it. I can't imagine living in a home where that kind of thing was pressured on top of me. Um, that would have been a whole other thing. Of I probably would have turned me off even more if someone, because mm-hmm. I don't hate anything more than someone coming to me and telling me how to do something. Right. Um. Yeah. So like, there's no way I would have been like, oh, really? Yeah. Thanks for hitting me with that Bible, Mom. That's good that you did that. I really learned my lesson. I won't. I won't do drugs anymore. I never did drugs anyway. So hey, there. I I avoided drugs without religion. So take that. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do not? Did you do drugs because of religion? <laughs> bad, not, not directly. Religion? No. All right. Well. No, it had nothing to do with religion. Um. So that's all the questions we have. Hey, if you can think of any other questions, feel free to write in to lnthypodcast at gmail dot com. Oh my God! You didn't even look down at the paper. I know. I'm, I'm getting so really good at it. And if you, yeah, if you have any suggestions or anything like that, by all means, send them in to us, and we will look over them and maybe add them into the list. I think we're going to continue to try and think of other questions. You got anything off the top of your head, Chels? Um, do you like stuff? Do you like stuff? I think that's a good Are you one. for stuff? 
yeah are you against stuff or for stuff mm-hmm. um the other part of it was i was looking up personality tests and things like that um and the one thing i came across was the big five personality traits mm-hmm. uh, which is the five factorial model or ffm which is something that psychologists and um therapists and people like that use to kind of I don't know. It's the it's the I don't want to say scientific because psychology is scientific in um, a lot of ways. I, I used air quotes there for everyone who can't see that because this isn't a video podcast, and I should stop doing hand gestures. Sorry. Some of them are really funny though. <laughs> I'm doing shadow puppets while this thing is happening. You guys should just check it out. It's good. Suckers. <laughs> um, so the five factors are openness to experience, um, conscientiousness extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. Now, these are boiled down. There are many other kind of personality points that funnel into each of those five categories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's an interesting... I, I have the, the Wikipedia page open for it, and I've done a little bit of research outside of that, but not too much. I think it's very interesting, but the small amount of reading I've done on it seems like the science behind it is not quite in yet. Um, it's not a new concept. People have been trying to do the thing that I'm trying to do in this podcast for a long time, and no one has been been very successful at it because it turns out the human mind is a complicated, a fucking messy thing. thing. Um, we don't really understand how our brains work, and uh, our personalities are just a series of chemical reactions. So, do we really have personalities? Uh, bigger questions that I don't have answers for. I don't think necessarily chemical reactions. Well, chemical and electrical reactions. Well, neurons firing. That's, I mean, when you get, when you break it down, that's, right, that's right. what you are as a human being. All right. That's what your thoughts are. I, I mean, there's a, there's a, you're there, a product of your environment. There's a, there's a deep, well, yes, there's a deeper layer beyond that. Yeah. Like that's just what is happening. Why it's happening is what I'm interested gotcha. in and, and, and why we have differences. Why aren't we all the same person? Why don't we all like the same music? Um, why do I find one painting attractive when someone else thinks it's terrifying? Why do I like a video game that someone else doesn't like? All those things that make us individuals, that's what I'm interested in. And hopefully I can come up with a test of some kind that will try and make that a little clearer. I don't know how successful we're going to be in that <laughs> because it, I, I'm hoping between now and the next episode to have the, the list kind of flushed out a little bit more. Uh, and I'm going to be doing more research on this kind of stuff to figure out exactly what it is I'm looking for. You should look up Myers-Briggs. I will. I'll add that to the list of stuff. I also um, read the... Recent, well, not recently. A while ago, I read the the book Psychopath Test yeah. by John Ronson. I read that one too. Um, it's a good book. You guys should check it out. Uh, it's also deeply disturbing. Yeah, and you'll definitely first thing you'll do is flip through to the test to see if you are a psychopath, and then you will start using that test against people in your life and figure out if they're psychopaths. Yeah, because <laughs> it turns out that if you deal with any normal amount of people day to day, you probably know at least a couple. Yeah. Um, just statistic statistically, they are out there. Um, and, and psychopath doesn't necessarily mean violent psychopath or no. aggressive or anything like that, but there are personality traits that lean towards that. A lot of really successful people mm-hmm. <laughs> who don't have a lot of empathy, and that's how, why they're successful, which is fucking terrifying that a lot of people in positions of power don't kind of have the things that make them human or the things that I think humans should have. Yeah, um, I hear you. But, uh, so the five factors, so 
Uh, let's just look at openness to experience, uh, just as an example of what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, openness is a general appreciation of art, for art, emotion, adventure, unusual ideas, imagination, curiosity, and a variety of experience. People who are open to experience are intellectually curious, open to emotion, sensitive to beauty, and willing to try new things. Sensitive to beauty. Sensitive to beauty. Sensitive. Damn. Oh, you're too beautiful. Damn, I girl, can't even look I'm at you. too sensitive to your beauty. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Uh, they tend to be, when compared to, uh, to closed people, more creative and more aware of their feelings. They're also more likely to hold unconventional beliefs. Uh, a particular individual, however, may have a high overall openness score and be interested in learning and exploring new uh, cultures, but have no great interest in art or poetry. And sample items they have are, I have excellent ideas. I am quick to understand things. I use difficult words. I am full of ideas. I am not interested in abstractions. I do not like long sentences. I do not have a good imagination. I have difficulty understanding abstract ideas. And then they go into breakdown of each of the five categories. And this, again, are very small portions of much bigger kind of questions and problems. Um, but I find it very fascinating and I'm going to continue to do more research on it. Yay. Yay. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add in there, Chels, about this? Um, ideas, questions? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I, I don't think it's something we can kind of sit down and do the podcast and then also try to come up with yeah, questions with just because then we'd be sitting here for four hours and I have to edit it down because it'd be a lot of pauses and going, um, I don't know. What about this? <laughs> I don't think that's fun. I just kind of wanted to give everybody a look into what my thinking is and where the podcast is going to be going in the future, hopefully. Beginning, a, well, I won't say a good response because no one has actually outside of my core group of friends and a couple of people at work who have listened to it, uh, haven't really told me any feedback yet. So if you're a listener out there and you don't know me personally, again, find me on Twitter or email me and tell me if I'm doing a good or bad job. That would be very helpful. Even just like, just send an email that says hi. Uh, yeah, just say, hey, That's I'm, it. I'm listening. Yeah. Uh, the SoundCloud thing tracks like people who follow the podcast and then also people who like the thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people who follow mine seem to either be robots or porn stars. Oh, good. Yeah. Or robot porn stars, maybe. I'm, I'm thinking we'll see, kind of, I yeah. Um, Follow them. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, that's interesting, I guess, but that doesn't really provide me with helpful information because that doesn't mean that they're listening to it. That means that they're a robot who clicks on everything that shows up on SoundCloud um, to try and sell their porn. Keep up the good work, guys. Yeah. Thanks, robots. The American dream. <laughs> so, yeah, that I don't know how to feel about that. Isn't that insane that that's what technology has come to? <laughs> I think it makes so much sense. <laughs> I mean, it does. It does. But at the same time, it's just like, man, we've got all of this technology and we've spent it on like that. Just re- fucking and sucking. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you remember um, on MSN how there was that bot that you could add to, to talk with you? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I remember if you try to start a conversation with yourself, that MSN would be like, you need to get friends. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh you're trying Thanks, to talk MSN. to yourself again, huh? Uh, actually, I, I recently watched a video where um, people have been trying to make artificial intelligence systems for a long time. Mm-hmm. And some of them are like chatbots, kind of the way that similar to that, what that MSN thing yeah, was. Yeah. Um, but maybe a little bit more advanced than they were before where there is uh, people in universities and colleges and scientific communities are, are building these programs where they're like, let's try and make this thing have a normal human conversation. And I've been finding these videos recently on YouTube 
of they take two of these robots and put them in a conversation with each other and see how quickly they figure out the other one is a robot. And it's kind of the scariest thing I've ever seen. That sounds interesting. It's fucking fascinating. I, I might put a link to it in the uh, podcast description. To, I'll, I'll try and find How long it. does it take? Spoiler alert. Uh, well, a couple of them I watched, it was in a matter of minutes. Okay. A couple of them, it was much longer than that. But even after they figure out that the other one is a robot... They keep talking. They keep talking and yeah. they keep trying to play it like they're also not a robot. Because the, the AI the AI's um, directive, one of the directives that they give them is to, to be undetectable as an artificial intelligence. So even when they're found out as an artificial intelligence, they, they then try to deflect the question away from that topic mm. and start talking about something else. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's like not it's not perfect because they'll they'll sometimes they'll put out a, a question or an answer or something that doesn't make sense with the question or answer that came before it. Um, so it'll be like out of context, a weird thing. It's like, have you had a hot dog today or something? <laughs> um, it's really weird. And, and it, it's just like a flaw in the system of, of the computer trying to right. figure out what the next logical line of dialogue is. Because it's not, they're not advanced enough to actually be artificial intelligence capable of, of like that kind of communication. They're running through a set of scenarios and being like, okay, this is what worked before. I'm going to try this again and again and again because I'm getting a yes or no response based on on that. Um, I don't really understand the science behind it, but it's terribly fascinating and terrifying to watch. Um, I watch a lot of those and then like unmanned robots being made and performing stuff from like, um, did I ever show you that video for Big Dog? Maybe. Okay. So Boston Dynamics is a um, a company. Yes. Yeah. I've seen yeah. It. Yeah. They're a company that uh, I believe they're military contracted. Um, they do a lot of stuff for DARPA um, and they built a... Uh, a quadruped robot that is designed to basically carry um, soldiers' equipment named Big Dog. Uh, and it's basically a Metal Gear. And I mean that in, what, in like the most literal sense that I can because it makes the same sound that Metal Gears make when they <laughs> walk and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's terrifying to watch this thing navigate terrain. And it's big, too. It's like fucking it's not, huge. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a small thing. No, it's the size of a small horse, basically. Yeah. Um, and there's... I don't know if I showed you, showed you the one where they... they put it on ice i don't think I've seen okay that. so th- there's one where they have they they make an icy surface mm-hmm. and they throw this thing onto it uh and the way it navigates ice is terrifying like it, it, it doesn't ever fall over or at least the, i mean the, the, they only show you the videos where the, it succeeds right there's a yeah. lot of video out there of it not working which is also funny um but it shows you like a guy walking up to it while it's trying to navigate the ice and kicking it and it like it just starts skidding along the ice, but it never falls over. And it's horrifying. Yeah, well, I guess it's like balancing the weight and all of that, right? Like, yeah, it's yeah. making calculations about weight distribution and where each of the four legs should be. And, like, I, I can't even imagine the math that goes into doing that. It has to be one of the hardest things that we've ever done. Um, but it's cool and horrifying. And if you ever want to not sleep ever again, watch these videos. Yeah, it sounds scary. <laughs> So, uh, now that that part of the podcast is over, let's get into the news. News hour. Do, 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 do. <laughs> news. News. Brought to you every day here on Learning Not to Hate Yourself is the news. Let's turn this into an ASMR. I'm going to open a bag of potato chips. <laughs> mm, eating the potato chips. I'm going to get real close to the mic and my now I'm going to get real soft. And then I'm just, oh, what's this, a lays? Ah. Mmm. 
That was a good one. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to ruin that because it was hilarious. <laughs> You've been listening to Learning Not to Hate Yourself. Like the visual of that, though, <laughs> was. Get fucked, boy. It was really great. Yeah. <laughs> I watched some ASMR videos that were called ASMR Girlfriend Experiences. (laughs) I made it about five minutes into one of them and I had to turn it off because it's the weirdest fucking thing. I'm surprised you didn't finish the video. Well, the one I I listened to was particularly bad because it was like, the girl was like, oh, you came back from a hard day of work and now we're just laying in bed talking to each other and it's like she's right in your ear. Okay. And she's just like, oh, I'm so proud of you and I'm going to make dinner and all this stuff. And it, it's really, it's really fucking weird sitting there with headphones listening to someone like just whisper into your ear regardless of what they're saying. Yeah. But then add the layer of this woman being, trying to be really intimate with you and you don't know her and it just, my brain was on fire and I was like, I can't fucking do this, man. I, I, I physically got sick. I had a headache afterwards. This is a lie. Like it just, it's something about it in my head was like, this isn't right. Turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. Oh my God, turn it off. And then I, I, I tried to show that video to other people, but they got taken down from YouTube. So I can't find that one nice. anymore. You know, the other ones I've listened to aren't as terrifying. Um, but yeah, the girlfriend experience. I'm sure they also have like the boyfriend experience. So if you wanted to get in on that, I can find you videos. No, I'll send them to you on Facebook. Oh, great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, news. What's been happening? Uh, anything happening in the last... Well, you haven't been here in an episode, Chelsea, so you have a whole month of stuff that hasn't happened. Oh, what, what's, what's been going on in your life? In my life? Yeah. Or in, like, the world? No, your life, specifically. Let's do Chelsea News. Um, Chelsea News. I'm going to be alone forever. Okay. Um, so that's, well, I guess that's not new, but <laughs> that's that's developed again. Um, so going through that, but I don't know. I'm not, I, I'm not too devastated. Um, kind of doomed from the beginning anyway. I don't believe that, but. I don't either, but I mean, like it was like a long distance thing and it just, um. Oh yeah. Didn't pan out. I forgot about that. Yeah. That makes that aspect really. Oh, right. I thought you were just being existential and weird for no reason. No. Now it makes more sense. Yeah. Different. Like like he, he lived in the States or lives in the States and that's a whole different can of worms, right? It's not like they live like a province or two over. Yeah. It's like, this is a completely different country. We would need, need to get passport. visas and right. Yeah. Long distance is hard. I, I've, I've seen it work for some people, but very, very rarely it like, like that not being able to really contact each other whenever you need to is a, a big thing to get over. It's a huge thing. And especially like, talking is all you have and that is so difficult like especially for me like I'm a very um I don't want to say this to sound dumb but like I I like to cuddle and hold hands and like dumb shit like that oh sure and it's um you you can't do that like that's just not a thing and it's just texting all the time or Skype or whatever. Yeah. And then if you have a laggy internet connection, well, then there goes your night. Or your like, webcam isn't very good quality or... Right. Uh, There's not... Um, Part of the human connection is actually connecting physically to human beings. Um, and I mean, people experience that differently, but it is a part of the relationship, whether you like it or not. Totally. Um, and not and physically having that not be a thing that you could even have as an option yeah. is different than being like, 
oh, I'm not feeling very huggy or kissy today or something like that. Like I just, I want my space. Yeah. That's different than not having it as an option. Very. It's mm. like, uh, well, it was like three months of just like, just talking and that's it. And like talking is good and all of that, yeah. but that's, that can't be all. Yeah. Like it's just, for me at least, that's just not enough. I'd say for most people, I don't think I could do it. Not in a long-term relationship anyway. I've, I've, I have had long-distance relationships before just because I'm a child of the internet and guess what? Yeah, exactly. I found romance on the internet. Go figure. Because I'm, I'm socially awkward, so it made sense. And yeah, it like it, it always ended with, oh, I met somebody and you know we're moving on and that kind of thing. And it's like you just kind of come to realize that that's just a thing that's going to happen because you can't be there. So, I mean... It sucks, and I'm sorry that you're going through that. I really am. Well, I mean, there's worse things. <laughs> totally, yeah. <laughs> but, no. Um, I'm kind of excited for this week's um episode. Um, we're doing breakups as our as our. Theme. Oh yeah, on what's the narrative? Yeah, so that was kind of like cathartic to be able to sure, absolutely to go through and make my own little you know breakup playlist where it's like these are the songs that really speak to me in the situation I'm in right now, which I don't normally get to do on the show so yeah. i'm looking forward to that i think i imagine you turn to music pretty easily in those kinds of situations oh yeah, yeah. it's like the only thing that keeps me sane most yeah. times <laughs> no i'm right there with you i i actually when i go through that kind of breakup or any kind of breakup really or any kind of emotional thing with another human being mm-hmm. music sometimes isn't the thing i look to because i always tend to tend towards music that makes it feel worse i'll find songs that are like Oh, this reminds me of that person or, or this, or this, this song like totally spells out this situation in every detail and makes me feel even worse. Um, so I try, but that's like the therapy of it though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess that I only do that because like, that's where my head is at. So obviously that's, those are the connections that I make. So, um, so yeah, it's good and bad, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think breakups are a really weird thing. And I think it's really interesting to see kind of where they go and what happens to people afterwards. Because, like, I've had breakups where, like, you won't talk to the person for months and months and months. And then all of a sudden you talk to them um, and, like, everything's normal. And then I've had ones where it's like, nope, you don't talk. That's it. We're done. I don't want to ever hear from you ever again. You're weird and a piece of shit. I haven't really then, had one of those. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I think I'm kind of. I, I think I'm kind of an outlier, and that most of my breakups have ended with me still being friends with the person afterwards. It's because you're a nice person. <laughs> <sighs> don't don't say that. Well, no, I mean that is true though. Like, um, so this one this one guy that I that I dated for a while, like he was like the worst human being ever, and. It was in my phase of like, I just don't want to be alone, so I'm just going to settle for it. So this is just what you have to do. Yeah. And that, I mean, I'm glad that I went through that because now Mm -hmm. I realize that I really will not just, you know, settle for it. Lie down and take it. (laughs) Yeah. For someone who's just a complete asshole. Um, Yeah. And like, I will not talk to this person again. I will not be friends with them again. That is not what I want. (laughs) sometimes i think maybe i'm too nice because like i've had girls who have really hurt me and i'm still friends with them like people have cheated on me and i've i still hang out with them occasionally that's probably not okay but i don't know (laughs) 
I'm weird. I, I, I deal with relationships in a strange way. I deal with those kinds of connections with people in a really weird way. Um, I don't necessarily think that it, like how the relationship ended should dictate how you're friends. Yeah. Like whether or not you stay friends. I think that it's more of if if you've if you've ended it on amicable terms, right? Like it's like okay, this is a situation. This is the situation. This is what's going on. You know, let's be adults or you know something like that compared to like you're a piece of shit i don't want to see you anymore like it's maybe i'm too mature for my own good maybe (laughs) i think you take um i think you try to you have too much empathy you can see what the other person's going through as well you got the truth yeah i need to get meaner yeah you just need to hate people i need to i need to become a bad boy and then i'll (laughs) then i'll get the ladies start with a beard always with the beard with you <laughs> I don't know what it is <laughs> I'll buy because that's how I remember you I'm gonna buy you a fake beard for Christmas and you can just put it on a wall somewhere <laughs> I'll just make you wear it whenever I'm here <laughs> <laughs> anything else do anything fun at all um <laughs> no uh do I ever do anything fun I don't know uh we're podcasting podcasting that's kind of cool concerts or anything going to um i went to tons or tunes tunes they say it both ways so that makes it extra confusing yeah it has um chris murphy i think that's his name from sloan oh um no shit yeah yeah it was the day before pop at the same venue really really oh wow and one of the guys uh, it had like it's it's a super group like there are three members of other bands other canadian bands it was really cool uh very short set though i was not happy about that really Um, yeah because they only had the one the one cd so they they just played the whole thing they played the whole cd and it's kind of dumb because they had other in other shows they had played covers of each other's yeah. songs and all of that and they didn't do that and it was kind of like really like I, I mean like I got the tickets for free so I'm very oh, happy okay. about well, that hey. you know it wasn't money wasted or anything right, right. like that I so appreciated going and it was a great show but like you know you you, you, you want to you, you want to see the headliner for more than half an hour you're like, taking your time out of your day you're going to something yeah you put effort into it you'd like to get your well, not money's worth. I'm gonna say, but yeah, you want to get the experience. You want your experience. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. You're 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 into live shows live shows more than I am. Um, I've only started recently going back to them. Yeah. Like I hadn't I hadn't for years until I started at the radio station again. So. I mean, it's a it's a good way to get into it. I, I'd like to do it more often. It's just it's a time commitment. Yeah. It's like I don't have time to even go see like the movies that I want to go see. Never mind concerts. Um, but speaking of that, um, we'll get into my week. Or my couple of weeks. Uh, so yeah, Chelsea said Pup came to town. Uh, Pup, if you guys don't know, they are a, uh, a punk band out of Toronto. They're kind of a super group. They're not really. They're they're all guys from other bands. Basically, mm-hmm. they got together, and it turns out they're all like really cl- close friends, and they mesh really well together. And it was fucking incredible. It was at the Goodwill. The opening acts were a band called Chastity and Meat Wave, which were also both really good. Two bands I'd never heard of. I'm not really big into pup, into punk music um, very often. This particular style, I'm totally fucking on board. They're one of my new favorite bands. Easily top 10 for me um, right now. Like, like wow. fucking incredible. Uh, that show was off the hook. Um, <laughs> people were going insane. Uh, the, the Goodwill is a very small venue, and there was probably like, 
maybe 400 people in that place really? which i don't think was totally legal right uh, yeah. i'm not i'm not sure what the capacity is there but yeah, it seemed like it seemed like they were fucking packed to yeah. the like wall to wall uh, and my sister and I went and we were right up close to the stage because we got there kind of early um, for all three shows. It was great. But yeah, the mosh pit was incredible. People were like, if, if you go and look at Pup's music videos and stuff and see some of their live concerts, they very much, I don't know if they encourage audience interaction, um, but it, they kind of invite it. With I the, think most fans do. These guys really more than others because like even in their music videos where they're doing shows, um, they have people come up on stage and like sing into the microphones and some drunk asshole totally did that in the show of uh, course there was a there was a, a group of people there that were kind of the, the really rowdy bunch but everyone else kind of joined in um uh, with them there was there was one bad thing there was a guy there, so the way we were set up there was a table sitting behind me and christine where we were standing on the floor uh and some people set up there kind of like to put their drinks down and have food or whatever in between By shows that door there's that mm, weird door that was near yeah, the stage yeah yeah okay, near, near anymore. like kind of the kind of the left side of the, of the yeah, stage yeah, there's yeah. like a fire exit or something yeah. there and then they have some tables set up along the wall um and i was standing right in front of that and there was this group of people there and they had, there was like six or seven of them and there was this one guy in their group who was drunk and or high out of his mind like he was just fucking gone like you could watch him like walk around the the like weave in between the crowd Mm -hmm. he wasn't really walking he was just kind of falling vertically into people like he he wasn't capable of standing but everyone was packed so tightly together that he could just kind of lean on people and still kind of make his way across the room and several times throughout the night he would just come back to the table and then just like he started just knocking things off the table and dropping glasses of stuff the backs of my legs were covered in booze and broken glass because he just broke so many glasses and plates and shit like that and you could very tell clearly that his group was not happy that he was there and doing this right and it seemed like this is probably something he had done before and they were all like this is why we don't invite you to things steve they were all pretty fucking pissed off and i could tell um and that guy needed to go home because it wasn't it wasn't like oh, I'm a fun drunk at a, yeah. at a rave and it's great. Uh, it was like no, you're like blackout drunk. You're blackout and and someone has to babysit. You and now. yeah, and now your mom needs to come and pick you up because you need to go home. Yeah. I don't want to sound like old man John shaking my fist at these goddamn kids. No, um, I mean like, but there's a line. Yeah, there, there there's there's a point where you shouldn't be out there. Otherwise, show was fucking amazing. Um, and maybe I'll. I'll definitely link Pup Tracks uh, in the description. Maybe I'll put their Pup song. Pup is really, the really good. They're fucking um, good. They, for Campus Radio, I'm not sure if it's everywhere or if it's just us in UW, but mm. I know Campus Radio in Winnipeg um, have Pup um, on the charts. Like, yeah. Um, As they should. Yeah, and that they've been there for a long time. So Yeah, their, their newest album has been doing really well. They've gotten a couple of awards for it, as far as I know. Uh, and we were the last show on that tour that they were doing. And then they were going back to Toronto. Um, and they, they said they had like a day off and then they were starting another t- Canadian tour. So it's <laughs> like, hey, maybe they'll come back here in like six months or something like that. And that'd be fucking dope. That'd be cool. Because um, the, the crowd was so into them and, and they were so warmly received. Um, in their last... Small venue for them. Uh, I thought it would have been vi- bigger. I So I don't think they're that well known yet. And I think that the small venue thing is totally what they do mm. like i i they go and sell out a small venue rather than playing a bigger one yeah I, I like i'm sure they could sell a bigger venue i'm sure they could play one there but their music lends itself to that very intimate kind of small 
crowd thing where it makes more sense to me to have them there than anywhere else. I, I can't ever imagine them doing like the MTS Center or something like that. No, I wouldn't say the MTS Center, yeah. but I mean, like I the mean, Garrick or yeah, yeah, maybe maybe I, the yeah, Garrick. I think even the Garrick would be a little big. The Burt might. The Burt. The Burt might be. Um, I I could see that, but also I think their show. Even the Park Theater is bigger than. I think their show should be totally fucking rowdy, and I think you should only have floor space. I don't think anybody should be seeing that fucking thing. Yeah, tunes, tons, whatever. They, <laughs> uh, we were sitting uh, in a booth that off to the yeah. side, right by the stage, and um, it was great for like the opening band, uh, Human Music. They were really good for the most part. They had some technical issues, um, but that venue was good for that um they're a little more but low there's, key yeah it was a little bit more low key didn't have it, like there was no moshing or anything right, like that yeah. people were still standing up at the stage and stuff but um i feel like i i mean i wasn't there but i feel like pop like they should have taken out the tables and that's what i would have done right um, I, I mean there's some booths there that are built into like the the place but yeah but, but there were tables in the middle and like they, they should have just had as much floor space as they could because we were fucking packed and crowded in there and it was a sold out show and it was a sold out show so yeah it was fucking awesome one of the best concerts i've ever seen would, would do again other stuff i've done um so chelsea and her co-host on what's the narrative were kind enough to have me on the show um last week which was cool did you enjoy it? I did. Yes. Thank you guys for having me in. Um, you're welcome. You're all. Did you did you listen to it after? I did. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yesterday when I was working on coming up with questions, mm-hmm. um, I listened back. To, <laughs> I listened back to the episode. Fufm. Um, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was my favorite I couldn't, part. Couldn't get the name right. No, it was. Great. I wasn't. I don't know why. We I wasn't, kept putting you on the spot. With I wasn't it too. expecting it. I don't know why. I wouldn't think that you guys would want me to say the tagline of the fucking show, <laughs> John. Well, it's not the show; it's the station. Whatever. Yeah, uh, I know. I, 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 I should have been prepared for that, but I, I was, like, Danny pointed at me, and I wasn't yeah. looking at him, and then I was like, "Oh shit, what? Uh, FM? Yeah, <laughs> radio, sounds, things, music, stuff. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> should I eat a potato chip? would <laughs> you like me to eat this in front of the microphone uh, this bit kills I'm telling you yeah <laughs> this normally does really well for me yeah I'm good at kids parties guys <laughs> I bet you would be really great at kids parties how old are you Timmy eight ah oh, you'll be dead soon <laughs> eight yeah fuck <laughs> off <laughs> you've never had a hard day in your life kid Oh, your toy broke? Oh, I have to pay insurance on my car. What's that on your hands? Is that chocolate or shit? <laughs> Does it matter? No, I don't know. <laughs> and then you, like, taste it. <laughs> Here, I'll make, Let me check. I'm going to make balloon animals now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think the show went really well. Um, so I enjoyed it. It was fun. The, they let me choose uh, a narrative. Which was uh, I had originally I well when I, when they when Chelsea talked to me about it I was listening to a lot of hip hop at the time and I still am, um, and a thing you see in a lot of hip hop is um, like this artist featuring this artist, so I thought it would be cool if we kind of um, six degrees of Kevin Bacon to this thing, and just went through the line of like okay how can we connect this song or this band to this song or this other band or something like that right um, so we we did a a song train basically. Uh, I think it, what we dubbed it. I think it went pretty well. Uh, I think so too. I think Danny liked it. So yeah, he good. did. He really enjoyed um, getting to. It, that's just very much his thing: getting to make playlists and, yeah. and and digging through all of his favorite things. Yeah, so I, I think it went. I think it turned out pretty good. The other thing I did was I went and saw the movie Arrival, 
which is starring Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, and Forrest Whitaker, which I haven't seen a movie with Forrest Whitaker in it that I liked in a long time, so <laughs> good good to see. Um, <laughs> I liked Vantage Point. He was in that one. I didn't see that. I don't go. I don't go out of my way to see Forrest Whitaker movies. He's not really a. Well, he wasn't. Well, I mean, they did advertise him in it, but he wasn't like a main character. Yeah, he very rarely is. He's not really a leading man. Yeah. But Arrival is a, a science fiction film um, that I saw a teaser trailer for once, and was like, "Yep, gonna go see that. That's right up my alley. There's nothing that can stop me from seeing that." <laughs> and I, I just I had an, I had an afternoon to myself. Got off work kind of early, so I just went down to the, the theater and was like. No, middle of the afternoon on a Wednesday. Um, I'm going to go see a movie by myself. And there was like me and maybe 12 other people in the theater. And it turned out fucking great because that movie is incredible. Uh, I, I walked out of that theater fucking blown away by it. It really is something special. And I, the reason, part of the reason I wanted to go see it that day is because I think it's going to be out of theaters soon. And from what I heard, this is a movie you should see in theaters. And I concur with that thesis. Um, it's a audio and visual experience that only really makes sense in a theater. I'm sure you could watch it at home and still have fun with it. But I think the theater experience is is part of, of what makes that movie so cool. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I don't <laughs> want to spoil any of it. And the less you know about this film, the better. Just understand that it is really well written. It's probably the best con- one of these kinds of movies since First Contact or Space Odyssey 2001 are the movies I kind of equate it to. So if you like those films or you're interested in that kind of thing, go check this out because fucking a it was awesome <laughs> i'm excited to see passengers that looks really good yeah, yeah it does like even like take the cast out of it like yeah. you know the casting choices like i i think the story is just good. the plot of it yeah. looks cool yeah i always do this thing where i'm like oh i should go see that movie and then i never do because it's like oh none of my friends are available right now and now to the point where i'm like i'm just gonna go see a movie by myself who fucking cares yeah it's hard to get groups of people together to do things or find every something that everyone is interested in seeing um, so I'll just do it on my own. Fuck you guys. I started doing stuff like that kind of early on as like a um, a teenager. Like I, I wanted to go. I, I have this like weird obsession with breakfast and I like going out for breakfast and mm. I, w- I just started going out for breakfast by myself. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Screw you guys. Like I want a waffle. So I'm going to I'm going to go and do that. Yeah. And I find that like wait staff don't know how to do with React a single person yeah yeah they're like do you want like a book or something uh. <laughs> well i i usually uh we're getting some weird feedback here i don't know if you guys are gonna pick that up on the recording it's really creepy oh that's weird they're trying to tell us yeah it's it's white noise it's picking up on the audio but that's weird that's never happened before sorry everybody uh i'll edit that out but Maybe I'll edit that out and then take that part and try and condense it down <laughs> and listen to what the ghosts are telling me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems okay right Yeah, now. it's not there anymore. That's weird. Um, that was really That's really weird. strange, but I'm glad we both heard it. Yeah. It wasn't just me. <laughs> I was thinking that too. <laughs> uh, it was like a, a car engine revving or something like that. It, I thought, it sounded really uh, like bassy. Yeah, that's weird. Holy shit. I don't know. A lot of electrical interference or something. Could be anything. Um, so back to it. Aliens. Uh, aliens yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. It really, it, fuck. I, I actually, on the, on the car ride home from the movie, I recorded myself talking about the movie on my phone because I was like, I have to, like, there's just so many thoughts I had to get them out yeah. onto something. And I thought maybe I could use it in the podcast, but I think it's, it's disjointed and it doesn't make any sense. And also it would ruin parts of that movie for people. So I'm not going to 
go out there and do that because it's something you should totally watch uh, and go in as cold as possible like don't watch any trailers like maybe watch the the like 13 mm-hmm. 12 second teaser trailer they released but then go into that movie cold because the less you know about it the better uh it's based on a, a short story that the <laughs> don't go don't go in in it cold but let me tell you about it well more. <laughs> this doesn't really ruin anything like it's not the plot but uh, it's a short story um that was written by uh this guy it's a collection of short stories and someone mm-hmm. just took it and, and turned it into a movie um so it's not like based on a, a big long book or anything like okay. that it's a very condensed story that it is telling and it does it exceptionally well and i think Amy Adams and Jeremy Renner are both exceptional in this movie. I before this I wouldn't really consider either of them to be like stellar actors. I think they're fine. Um Amy yeah. Adams like she was in Superman and she was Lois Lane. I'm not going to hold that against her. Um <laughs> I think that's the writing. That's not her fault. She did she what did, she could. She did something else that was really good. It was like a boxing movie or or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen I was can't it The Fighter? I don't know. I think it was The Fighter. I can't remember many movies that I've actually seen her in that I've really enjoyed. Mm. Um but I don't think that's her fault. There it is again. That's weird. I'm going to I want to listen to it. Yeah, I'm going to touch these. It's going to tell me to kill John Lennon. I think maybe it's Maybe it's feedback from the laptop. Maybe. Like maybe the maybe, maybe when the fan goes yeah, on. Yeah, maybe the laptop is so close to the mixer that it's picking something up and distorting some bass level sound. It's barely showing up on the Audacity file though. Like I don't think anybody's actually gonna be able to hear it on playback. I think it's only in our headphones. That's fucked up. That's weird. It is there though. It's so small. But it's there. Yeah. Okay. Well, in post processing, it's going to disappear because when I condense the. But you're. Gonna, but you can see it. But you I, know can, I can kind of see it. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so weird. Wow. Cool. <laughs> Technology, you guys. This is so interesting. Uh, I wish, <laughs> I wish the listener at home could be as excited about this as I am, um, but you're probably not. So whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, go see Arrival. Good movie. Go check out Pup. Very good band. Yeah. Um, listen to what's the narrative? UMFM. F U F M. F U F M. Yeah, <laughs> that's so great. We're what the narrative, and we just got edgy. <laughs> On F U F M. F U F M. Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Parks and Rec, you know, um, with the radio guy. I can't even remember his name. Uh, it's that guy that I find so obnoxious. Um, Is that the, like the the public the, access radio where everything is super boring? No, it's the one where they talk. It's the douche. <laughs> He's called oh. the douche. <laughs> that actor, I find mm-hmm. him so obnoxious. <laughs> and like, not even in that role. Just like anytime I see him, I'm like, oh, that guy. It's like crawl or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 He's funny. Um, He's I. I like his stuff. Uh, other things. Uh, so the piece of Canadian news is that uh, our $10 bill We'll is, have a woman on it. We're going to have a lady on it. It's the first woman ever on Canadian currency, which is a pretty big deal. Who was um, it? The queen. Wasn't the queen. Yeah. Okay, yeah, fine. The queen is on our money. Whatever. There, It's way louder now. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's just because you turned up the headphones. No, it's showing up. Okay, that's the thing we're going to have to deal with because uh, that's affecting the quality of the, the recording. I don't know where that's coming from. That's weird. It's feedback from something, but I don't know what. Well, we're just going to power through it, I guess, because I, I can't fix it right now. So, okay. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, sorry, time. everybody, if you hear that weird sound. Um, you know, fuck you guys. It's yeah. a ghost. Yeah, it is a ghost. That's so weird. I never heard that before. Um, but, but anyway, so um, uh, Viola Desmond is a black rights activist who 
in, I think it was 1946, um, she went to a movie while her car was being uh, repaired. Um, but she decided she would sit in the whites only section, which was on the main floor, and then um, the black section was in uh, the kind of mezzanine or the what am I looking for? It's like the a, like a balcony. Yes, the balcony is the word I'm looking for. Um, and she got uh, thrown in jail for that, and then charged with uh, murder. Well, she was charged with like a tax evasion thing, where there was like they, they there was like a one cent difference in the ticket price for whites and blacks. Right. Yeah. Um, and she said, "Well, I'll pay the difference. Like I don't care." And they were like, "No, we're going to charge you with indecency, and then we're going to fine you like sixty dollars, which." in 1946 was a shitload of money yeah um she was a hairstylist i think or beautician or something like that um yeah i I didn't really do my research on it i didn't either uh i I knew about the story and everything like that i heard about it i knew she was on the short list they 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 published a list of like uh, a short list of like five people of five women that they wanted to put on the list um, and she made it to the top. And congratulations to her, although she passed away um, at the age congratulations of... Congratulations to women everywhere. Yeah, she passed away at the age of 50, but her sister uh, is still around, and she has written a book about her experience oh, and, cool. and all that stuff. And then um, the Prime Minister actually congratulated her. Uh, they did a whole ceremony the other day. Um, uh, she will be p- replacing Sir John A. Macdonald, who was our first Prime Minister. He did a lot of good stuff, actually. He did do a lot of good stuff. That's kind of sad that he's who they're replacing. Yeah, uh, I mean... I feel like there are, you know, other ones. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I I, yeah, I, I don't I, It's a weird thing, right? Because it's like... Yeah. It's good that we're acknowledging her for what she did and everything like that. Yeah. But I've never seen, like, the person on the the money as someone I'm like... Oh yeah, that person. What a good honor for them. Yeah, it's like it's such an inconsequential thing. I, I mean, inconsequential in like the physical physicality of what it is. It's meaningful in like, oh, we're honoring this person. That's totally good, uh, and and she deserves recognition for what she did. As do all the women on that list. Um, they had a much larger list, and some of them were like, oh, musicians and stuff. There was one as like a woman who won two gold medals or something like that. It's like that person doesn't deserve to be on this list, really. Right. Uh, yeah. Like I'm not. You don't need to be on our currency for for I'm, being good at sports. Right. I'm not trying oh, to. I'm not that try- sounds bad. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not that. trying to belittle your your accomplishment. Yeah. And being the best athlete in the world at something is totally something you should be proud of. Yes. Um, but you're not a civil rights activist, <laughs> probably. Uh, I mean, maybe you are, but not because of the sports thing you did. Um like that that's not i don't think they should be even in the same category really um it's getting real loud you guys it's getting much louder uh we might have to cut the podcast off there because it's a snowstorm yeah because uh some weird stuff's happening we're having technical difficulties but uh uh we're sitting at an hour and a half anyway um did you have anything else you want to talk about chels um do you have your phone on maybe your phone's making it I'm going to move my phone closer to the mixer. No, nothing. Farther away. No. Sorry, that was the only thing I could think of. Yeah, I, I think it has to be the laptop. That's the only thing I can think of. Uh, like the, the fan on the laptop. Or, or like the connection between the um, the, the USB cords. audio device and, and the USB thing. I'm thinking that's where the feedback's coming from. Because um, I can't imagine it's the mixer. Sorry. Who who is the the guy that I said fuck you to before Jeff? Was yeah, Jeff? yeah, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Hi. Hi. Sorry. Thanks for being a continued listener and being committed to the cause. Yeah. Do you have any uh, questions you'd like to add to the list, Jeff? Yeah. 
please, Jeff, tell me at work. Come on, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Do us a solid. Um, video of the week. Um, so, uh, Giant Bomb Facebook page put up a video of Vinny Caravella using the HTC Vive. And they have a setup where they have a big green screen mm-hmm. hanging above a wall. And then they are projecting, like, the image of the game onto the green screen and then having the person supplanted into the game physically when they're doing it. So it looks like you're standing in the game while you're using the, the right, VR yeah, thing. Yeah. looks really cool. But they have just a raw video of him standing in front of a green screen, like, <laughs> waving his arms around and looking like a jackass. And uh, I think this is a great example of what virtual reality looks like and how fucking dumb it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to have to do some research on this and find out what's going on. Uh, and I had an article to go over, but I don't really care about that right now. I think we did some good stuff today. I agree. Okay. So uh, we're going to call it a day for the podcast. It's going to be a little bit shorter than the other ones. Um, I'm, I'm trying to keep them down as much as I can just because I don't think people really want to sit through two hours of me talking. So. Well, I think they can suck it well, by listening this far. That's true. Hey, I audience. Like they could have turned it off by now. Suck it. Suck it, dear li- dearest listener. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, again the email address is lnthypodcast at gmail dot com. That's learning not to hate yourself. Um, lnthypodcast at gmail dot com, and our Twitter is lnthy. Um, find us on SoundCloud. I'm currently in the process of working out how to get our RSS feed working. I don't really understand how that thing works, uh, so I'm working on it, trying to get us out to more platforms and I'm, I'm hoping to eventually load it up to the uh, iTunes store so that people can download it from there because I think it's still how a lot of people find their music and audio and stuff like that and it's sure. easy to subscri- subscribe to podcasts on iTunes Definitely. Um, and then once we have an RSS feed going it'll pick up on like any application you're using to, to listen to podcasts should be able to find it on there so hopefully I'll get out to more people that way. I'm still kind of trying to figure that out, though. Reading a lot of Google Docs on how to how to do that. Um, it should be a simple process, but for some reason I'm having trouble with it. I don't know. There's something I'm missing here. Um, but SoundCloud should make it pretty easy for me to do that. Um, so, hey, thank you guys again for listening in. Um, hoping to do another episode this month. Christmas is coming up, as you may know, and it's going to be a really hectic time for me because I'm working pretty much that entire time I think I have I have Christmas day off but I'm working Christmas evening and I'm working Boxing Day and New Year's and all that jazz so there might not be another episode uh, this month which means it'll be the last episode of the year oh man yeah which would be kind of pretty. I had an idea that I might throw by your brother and sister because they usually have a, a New Year's party at their place mm-hmm. what if I just set up the podcast equipment during the New Year's party that would be and cute. then people walked in and out of the podcast like as the party was going on and I interviewed yeah. them that way. <laughs> that sounds cool. Like yeah. how many drinks in each yeah, person is. Yeah. I, I think that even that would be cool to like interview drunk to ask people. A, well to ask a few questions while someone's sober and then you know same questions while they're drunk. And then and then again when they're drunk. Or even just like new questions when they're drunk. <laughs> I think I think that would still be hilarious mm. to see the difference. Maybe we'll do a, a New Year's Eve podcast if I can if I can f- make that work out with work and everything like that. Um cool. But yeah, hopefully there'll be one more episode uh, between now and then, but maybe not. If so, hey, thanks for sticking with us this long. We're on episode four. Yeah, uh, guys. And we look forward to seeing you in the new year. Thank or you. not seeing you. Or not seeing you. you. No, if this isn't your bag, I understand. Stop listening. Oh, I didn't mean like that. I just meant like they're listening to us. They're not watching. Oh, well. That we know of. That we know of. Maybe that's what that sound was. Maybe. Someone's watching us. They're all around Cover you. Cover the webcam. <laughs>
<laughs> Alright, have a good night guys. Thank you for joining us. Said I sound funny, but she likes the way you sing. Tonight I'll dream while I'm in bed when silly thoughts go through my head about the bugs and alphabet. When I wake tomorrow, I'll bet that you and I will walk together again. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Yes, I can tell that we are gonna be friends.